0: Hello, it's Luke Shouts and Carl Shadowins and today we're gonna to be looking at the short story The Scarlet Ibis. Before getting into detail on this story, we're gonna discuss our opinions. In my opinion, this story started out very sad, but as the story went through, it was happier as Doodle was getting better and better, but the ending was pretty sad. Now Carl will give his opinion.
1: Um so basically what I think the story is like Basically, at the start, it sounds uh, all sad because he has a disability, Doodle does. But as they progress and Doodle learns to walk and all this stuff he can do, they really have joined their lives. But it's all shattered at the end when Doodle dies in a horrific way.
0: The thematic lens we're going to be using to read into this story is persistence.
1: Before we start the story and get into it, um, I have a personal connection to the story because I have a cousin who has a mental disability. He wasn't born that way, but basically... He, um, his aunt dropped him on and he hit his head on concrete his mental state basically went back six years. So he's 16 right now and he acts like a 10 year old so it's really sad and depressing.
0: Yeah, there are so many people in this world who have some sort of disability and they're treated differently because of it but everyone should be treated the same way no matter how they act. It is time for our 30 second summaries. where we describe the story so you can have a better understanding of the story before we get into the quotes. I have the timer. Carl's gonna start us off. Three, two, one, go.
1: So there was this boy named Doodle, and basically he was born with a physical disability, and he couldn't walk, and everybody thought he was gonna die right at the start after he was born. But he lived, and that was a surprise, a miracle. Um, And throughout the time that he didn't know to walk, his brother took him around in a go kart, and basically he learned to walk because his brother talk it, taught him. And he was basically all fine and joyous. He started getting sick a little bit, and one day he was in a storm, and Yeah, he was in a storm, and then uh, his heart burst because his brother left him behind in a storm,
0: and he died. Time. Now it'll be my turn to go for my 30-second summary. Carl has the timer.
1: Three, two,
0: one, go. So there's a boy named Doodle who's born with a physical disability, and he can't walk. His brother takes him everywhere around in a go kart, But one day, his brother just tells Doodle that he's going to teach him to walk. Doodle thinks he's crazy, but after many hours of practice, and met throughout the whole summer, Doodle can finally walk. They're practicing every day. Then one day on the way back, there's a huge storm and his brother runs and leaves him behind and Doodle uh, dies while trying to catch up. And done. We're going to announce as four quotes.
1: No, Keeping the same statement in mind. No matter how hard things may seem, if you work hard enough, you can achieve anything.
0: The first quote we're analyzing is, Every day that summer, we went to the Pieden beside the stream of Old Woman's Swamp, and I put him on his feet at least 100 times each afternoon. Occasionally, I, too, became discouraged because it didn't seem as if he was trying, and I would say, Doodle, know what you want to learn to walk? This analyzes toward the theme statement because Doodle is trying to practice. He's practicing so much every day so he can walk. He's so determined, but even what things get tough and they're getting discouraged they're always going to try again until he can finally walk
1: yeah to build on that it just like shows the thematic leads we were going through like earlier uh that we said persistence he's just persisting he's getting through that uh obstacle of not learning to walk on how old he is which is a very like irregular thing and basically it just you gotta learn to walk man like you gotta like persist and get through it and no matter and release the theme statement just because no matter because he just tried so hard and he finally got it later in the story it's amazing and now for quote two finally one day after many weeks of practice he stood alone for a few seconds when he fell i grabbed him in my arms and hugged him our laughter peeling through the swamp like a ringing bell so what i think this means really is just going off the uh, theme statement it's just um like, after, in our first quote, it was talking about how he was, like, practicing, and how he was, like, going the old room to stop every day. This is when he's, like, progressing. Like, this is, like, um like, a bench point, like, a, like, a statement, kind of, that he can learn, like, just like anybody else, and this is just, it's great that he actually can, like, like, persist through, because everybody thought, like, everybody was doubting him, like, just sad everybody thought that after
0: all of like the work they've been putting in their success is finally paying off then the ringing bell in the woods like represents their success and happiness for improving his walking ability Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it's just like this is just like halfway through it's like the midpoint of what they're practicing it all ends like later on it's just like everything has just like progressed up to this point
0: The third quote is, I'm going to teach you to walk, Doodle, I said. Why, he asked. I hadn't expected such an answer, so I won't have to haul you around all the time. I can't walk, brother, he said. Who says so, I demanded. Mama, the doctor, everybody. So this quote is showing how serious Doodle's physical condition is about not being able to walk. The doctor, his mom, nobody thought he would be able to walk, but his brother wouldn't listen. He told him that I'm going to teach you to walk and I'm not going to give up until you can walk.
1: Okay. So basically, this is what I think. I think, uh, so this is before all his walking even started. This is what persuaded Doodle to walk. Like, he was, the real reason, like, at the start was his brother just didn't want to be embarrassed. But at the, while they were progressing through, he actually just wanted his brother to walk and, like, his goodwill. And now for our final quote. Once I had succeeded in teaching Doodle to walk, I prepared a tr- terrific development program for him. I would teach him to run, to swim, to climb trees, and to fight. What I think this means, like in the story and looking at our theme statement, is basically like they want to go farther. They want to persist. They want to go beyond what their expectations were, but where everybody's expectations were, they want to really like show people that other like disability kids
0: can do this too, uh, even. Though he can walk now, they're not going to stop at that. They want him to do things other normal kids could do, such as swimming and running, because everyone can do that. So his brother wants Judo to be able to do that so he can fit in with the other kids at school and not be looked at differently.
1: Yeah, and there's also, like, the brother is, like, also, like, at the start when he teaches him how to walk and told him he doesn't want to be embarrassed. So he also has that, like, self, like, I guess he's very... Uh, Self-centered about that just because he doesn't want to be embarrassed
0: now We're going to be choosing a quote to look at through four different tiers. The first tier is what is literally going on? Tier two is what is the figurative meaning of the sentence? Tier three is what does this reflect personally for us? Tier four is what does this call us to do? The quote is within a few months Doodle had learned to walk well and his go-kart was put up in the barn loft It's still there beside his little mahogany coffin. Now, when we roamed off together, we never turned back until our destination had been reached.
1: Tier 1, what's literally going on here? Uh, What's literally going on here is Doodle can walk now, and he does need his go-kart. And also the box or the coffin that everybody thought he was going to die, so they would put him in that that they made for him, uh, is right next to his go-kart.
0: Yes, he can walk so well now that he doesn't need a go-kart to be hauled around anywhere. So they put up in the barn loft next to the mahogany coffin. Tier two, what is the figurative meaning of the sentence? The reference to the mahogany coffin foreshadows his death and that something ba- bad could still come even though he's walking well now. Even though things are going well, he could, something bad could still happen and he could still die.
1: Yeah, so um, the reference to the mahogany coffin is like a huge one. Just cause um, it's right next to his success which basically relates to the theme statement and our um, persistence, because he persists, he doesn't need the go-kart anymore, right? But it's it's right next to his success. Like, his death is right next to his success. So that symbolizes, like, because the go-kart, they said the go-kart first, that his death is right after his success. Tier three, how do like, reflect personally on the sentence. Um, I already told you that um I, my cousin had a disability. He had a mental one, while well, uh, Doodle had a physical one. And basically, yeah, that's probably what it means to me just because I feel very depressed and sad about that and my cousin, and that really makes me, like, sympathize with Doodle because I know how it is. Like, I sympathize with the author especially just because I know it's like to have, like, a brother or a cousin just be have a mental disability.
0: Yeah, we need to persevere whenever we want to achieve something to get a goal. Doodle wants to walk, so he practices for hours and hours so whenever I want to get good at something I would need to practice too for hours and hours. So tier four is what does this sentence call you to do? This sentence calls me to never give up until I've achieved what I wanted and I've been successful at my goal. I need to work harder towards like what I want in life because if I give up easily I'll never achieve any of my goals or never get good at anything I'm practicing to do. Yep
1: um basically what I think is a what's the sentence called? me and do just like anything i want to be good at just like persist and practice 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 because it always works out for you it doesn't matter you might not be the best world, but always you'll be a top tier at something you're doing that you love
0: to conclude the podcast we're going to be offering up a blessing to each character i will be blessing doodle's brother and carl will be blessing doodle
1: to start it off i'm going to bless doodle um doodle had a disability he had a physical one um, basically, I blessed him just because he persevered and got through. And there's so many uh, people with disabilities in this world who are just scared to do something. But some people do, and they persevere, and they really show his role models.
0: I'm blessing Doodle's brother because he helped someone who was in need and hopeless. Doodle couldn't walk, and I don't think anyone ever would have taught him how if it wasn't for his brother. And then everyone said he couldn't walk, but Doodle's brother wouldn't listen and believed in him until he could walk. He also let pride get in the way of helping his brother, and that happens so much in the r- real world. when People let pride get in the way of doing good deeds, and we need to not let pride get in the way of doing things and just do good things for the greater good. That wraps up our podcast for today. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you have a great day. <laughs>